Welcome everyone, we've had to begin, this is Hashem, uh, the seventh shear in the Sefer Chaya Oilam, we're up to Perak Zion, page Yedalid, Hasharas HaNefesh, which is about the soul lasting forever beyond our physical realm, Oilam Abba. Avigda Miller has, we have a book, uh, that a whole book on Oilam Abba from Avigda Miller, he talked a lot about it. It is extremely important for us to integrate this, our success and our healthy perspective in this world is by recognizing that that there is an Olam Abba and this Tchiyas HaMesim and it's one of the Yisaydes of Emunah. The, third, the last one is to believe in Tchiyas HaMesim and Olam Abba overall and Parachelik discusses it a lot and why it's so important in a successful life in this world. Actually, Shalom Bayis also helps with Shalom Bayis aspects, when you believe in Olam Abba, and that we're only passing through, and so on. The living should put to, in their heart to understand how the soul survives. The soul lives forever and ever, even after you leave this world. It's clear. From the Torah, Nevi'im Eksubim, Mena Kabbalah Mitis, and from Kabbalah that we receive from Moshe Messinai generation to generation, O Mena and also from proving it, from sensing it. O Kran Noida, as Noisid Alzeh, Orach, Mesoda, Kala Seifanish Meschain, Lagoin Rum Nasha ben Yisrael Zal. There's a Seifanish Meschain from Nasha ben Yisrael that discusses it, and he's going to write a little bit about it, the stipula now. Once a person recognizes and believes that the soul lives on forever after this world, that you're not dead, you know, your body leaves, you're in a new plane of existence, but you are not dead. Your soul lives forever, even beyond this world. Then once you believe this and integrate it in your consciousness, then Then you cannot put into your mind whatsoever that the purpose of this world is this world. Why? He lives for 70 years, sometimes 90 years, 120 years. The soul is forever, for infinite, for thousands of years, forever and ever. The soul is forever. You know, Avram Avinu lived here for 180 years, which is larger than our lifespan, but it's a short time. And he's been living, and he's chai le'olam ad, Avram Avinu, his soul lives on and on for the last thousands and thousands of years, infinitely. There's no death. What is your 70 years uh, compared to your eternal life? So you, every one of us, we believe in Tchiyas HaMesim, we believe in Olam Abba, we are alive forever. Hashem made it that way, that He created Nishmas Yisrael to live forever. We see clearly, God wants the way your soul will be for the rest of your life, which is after this world. This world is just a passageway. To be zoiched to that world and reward in the next world. The foundations of the the soul living on forever is given over to Moshe Rabbeinu in Sinai in Teresh Abalpeh. 
Spiritual aspects Hashem did, want, did not want to publicize openly in Teresh HaBiksav. You look at the Chayvis Alvavis, he discusses why it doesn't say Olam Abba, doesn't talk about it in an open way in Teresh HaBiksavim. There's hints to it, but it doesn't openly discuss it, and he gives many, many reasons for it. Most of the ideas of eternal life after death is from Teresh HaBiksavim. To us, right? The Torah doesn't say what Urim Vitumim is. Raksiv, all it says in the Torah, it says when Asata El Chayshan Amishpat, you should place in the Chayshan Amishpat as a Urim Vatumim. Ashahaya Mesha Baruch HaKaydish that responded in Ruach HaKaydish to the Melech or to the Bezdin or to the Tzibur. I'll call Shaila on every answer, that question that you needed. I they Isis Boltais, I'm at Starface, what like letters in the Chayshin of the Uramatumim, the Shemais used to light up. And from the lighting up, how it combined letters, you were able to figure out the message what Akadash Baruch was trying to tell the Kayin Gadol or the Melech or the Sanhedrin. And it was there in the Bias Rishain, like it's brought down in the Vim, that they asked with the Uramatumim and how you answered it, and so on and so forth. Vikasav with four lines at the bottom. The Urim Vitumim showed clearly the truth of prophecy in Kla Yisrael. But what exactly is Urim Vitumim? The Torah doesn't explain it. Sort of like Tefillin, really. It doesn't say what it should look like clearly in the Torah. Taitafais, that's it. The idea of Urim Vitumim is given over by Tarisha Balpel, Maisha Rabbeinu Lashalm. It's given over to 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 Maisha Tarisha Balpel. So too, the Schar and Einish and Olam is given over by Tarisha Balpel, not necessarily Tarisha Bixav. Now, there's a note here which we're not going to do inside, but the idea being though is that. Everything in this world is a sign for something above. So, for example, when the Torah says in Parshas B'chu when you do the mitzvahs, I'm going to bring rain in its time. For Olam that means that we will have food and plenty. The Torah is also Meramas with Gishmechem. There's a certain type of spiritual rain for that souls will experience. La'asad lavai. And, and he talks about how the physical manifestations of the Torah always is a remiss for something that's going on higher. Like when it says the terms Hashem walked, or the eyes of Hashem, the ears of Hashem, it's referring to spiritual powers above that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, has. And everything in this world is dogma to Olam Haba. You know, there's everything in this world, when we see water, for example, he doesn't say this in this note, but... Um, it talks about it in Kabbalah and many other places that when Mayim is chesed, water is chesed, it comes down here in the form of water. So even though over here in our world is manifested as water, we have to look at it and realize that the panemius, the shayrish of this water is the midas hachesed, the kindness, the attribute of kindness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's so too with everything else that's created in this world. Is a, is, there's, a, there's a spiritual force Underneath it, underlying it constantly. So we're gonna we're in the end of page Yudalit, and we're going to page Tesvav now. So the bottom of Yudalit going to Tesvav in the pages. 
the 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 sustainment of the soul forever. Even though it's in Torah, there is hints to it in the written Torah as well. For example, when it says by Kayin that Hashem said that the voice of the blood of your brother is screaming at me from the earth, literally, which means that Hevel is alive in a spiritual sense after he left the world when he was murdered, that his soul is compl- is crying, and the children are, are crying from me, from me from the earth. Right? And this is something that is a painful subject, but it gives comfort that, you know, we look in this world, the Holocaust was one of the most devastating events that occurred in Jewish history. It's like the black hole of Jewish history. We can't wrap our heads around it even, can't even comprehend it. But we have, when you believe in Tchiyas HaMesim and Sharas HaNefesh, that all those millions of people that perished, over a million children in the gas chambers, that they are not, they were never inherently dead. That their souls went up, 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 and the chai v'kayim l'ol me'ad. They live forever and ever and ever. They're more alive, in a sense, than we are alive down here. That creates a certain comfort, and we yearn for Tchiyas HaMesim to see them again. But ultimately, that puts things and shifts things, and we need a Muna for it, and it is difficult. But the bottom line is, is when we look at a soul that way, realizing the soul is eternal, it brings a lot of comfort to a person, because it's the truth, and it gives us a feeling of nitzchias and relying on Hashem, and that you're always with Hashem. And and he also talks over here that many chayvik creases don't get punished in this world. So obviously there needs to be an olam where they will get punished unless they do tshuva. Five lines in on the top of Tesva. Why was Yaakov and Yosef so determined? Bury my bones in Eretz Yisrael. Have me buried in Eretz Yisrael. And they made them swear. Yaakov made Yosef swear. Yosef made the Shvatim swear. Or became the Pasuk of Shalom, the sign of Alpana of Lavidai, where she took him Unculus and Atatavi Alavaisecha. And Vayosef al Amov, all these are Rimuraz, and some of them are in Parakhalik, where it says Menayim Latriyas Amesim and Atayra goes through some of these Psukim. Shmuel Aleph, he brings Nashi Dainitsuru Bitsarachayim as Hashem, that my master will forever be bound in life with God, and the Kafakela, which is a remez to some type of punishment in the, uh, in the, in the, in the upper worlds. Kavad Hashem Yasvecha, the Kavad Hashem will gather you. And Yermia says, Nishma Rocha Mavaka Aboneha, Rachel is crying over her children. Now she's crying over her children. Thousands of years after her petir, she lived a very short period of time. She died in childbirth. She was a young woman. And she's forever and ever up there being Melitz Yosher enough. When people go to Keva Rachel, Rachel is alive, more alive than we are alive. That gives a lot of comfort to us. Or Zechariah, I'm I'm giving you a place to walk between those that stand, Daniel, and so on, to Hillim. We're turning from page Tesvav. We're going to page Tesayan now. That goodness that is hidden for your the ones who fear you. Or in Kahelas, the Ruach, the Spirit, Toshev El will go back to God, Ashenisana, that was given. Clear indication that your soul will go back to God after a person leaves this world. 
means I'm a stranger. Poshapshat would mean that I'm a stranger because I was kicked from land to land, but it means I'm a stranger. My body is a stranger in this world because my soul is comes from up there. Over Kabbalah also, Ashar Sanefesh and Oilam Abba is brought down in Shas and Midrash Chazal. And the Mishnah explains the Ikra Yisaida Tereshabal Peh and Oilam Abba. Kol Yisrael Yeshlam Chelek Oilam Abba. And those that don't have a Chelek Oilam Abba. So you see, and we're, we're, we're the last paragraph in the middle before Parag Zion ends brings down Ovis Parag Dalad Mishnah Tes Zion. But Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov came to teach us the, the, the tremendous chashivas of Oilam Abba. That the Oilam is like a vestibule, is like a passageway in front of Oilam Abba. There's songs about this. And in Simchas Tariach, we say this. Prepare yourself in that in that vestibule so that you should reach the palace. One pleasurable kairas uh, ruach uh, in the next world is greater than the whole pleasure of this world. It's 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 just obvious. But would that be course king of the world? And the armor, they, they denied Eilam Abba. They said, the world is only one. Why did this happen? Because, so he explains in parentheses that in the Bayashani, the Yetzirah was battle. So when the Yetzirah is battle, to replace that Yetzirah, they became a Yetzirah to, to have this Kfira in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that's why the Bezin said, to, to show that there's two worlds. So that's Perak Zion. Peraches, which we're going to continue now, continues that theme of Oilam Abba. He now Oilam Ada Makavi Yadea Shagufai Morka Medalji Saidis Eshruachamayim Ofar, that a person is created from the four elements of the earth fire, wind, water, earth. Or, you know, it's called Dalad Yisaydais. Avakashaloi lama leichunach betayda vemuna letzayi shumurkav ba Yisayid hamishi kaycharuch nishua nefesh. The Torah doesn't discuss the fifth Yisayid, which is the soul. A person, because he's arrogant, they only, they only, a lot of arrogant people only believe in what they feel with the five senses. They do not use the intellect God gave them to discern a higher reality than what's in their five senses. But if Hashem, God gave us the seichel to recognize it. The Iluloi Hayaraya, that he says a fascinating point in this parenthesis. If, uh, if they would not see physically the, the fish thriving in the water, in other words, they would not believe that you could exist without oxygen because they, these human beings, if I don't have oxygen, I die. So you can't have life without air. You can't have life without oxygen. And if they would never see a, 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 a fish, they would deny the reality of fish. It's impossible. Water, there's no oxygen. You can't live. Because we, our experience with our five senses, know that without oxygen we can't live. So how does a fish live in water with no oxygen? But we see fish. We see they're alive. And then so we see, yes, there could be life without ear.
Not we can't, personally, but from the fish we see there is life without an ear. So we could use our brains to extrapolate that there's life without a body. Right? It's hard for a person to feel a spiritual reality that is not felt by the senses. Right? Because he's of his anoichi, his ego. His ego senses everything with their touch and smell and hearing and sight and feeling and so on. They don't, they deny anything else. But the truth is, is that the spirituality, even the our senses sense it. Why? Because our eyes see that people are, some are matzliach, some are not matzliach. And some have higher hechshavadah, some have more intelligence than others. We're turning to page Yud Zion now. Right? We see that people who work for a living, some are matzliach and some are not. Like it says at the top of Yud Zion, ki loy lechem. Not everyone who is wise has bread. This can't be a coincidence. Why? A mikra can't last forever. So, so we call it mazel. Mazel toiv or mazel ra and mazel. This is an excuse we give to replace the rabbinic shalom. There's a form of mazel, but that too is the rabbinic shalom creating that phenomenon. We see how bodies are different from each other. Right, and Ayin Hara that 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 the Chazal show that there's an entity like that. So a lot of things are clear from even our senses that we have. We could extrapolate that there is an Olam Abba here. You know, for the fact that a seed, a tree grows from a seed, and it rots in the ground in order for it, and it disintegrates for it to create new life. And uh, and so on. He brings different schoolies here, brought in the Maril, and and that that you see do work. So all of these things show that if you use your mind the right way, you could extrapolate even with your senses and your feeling. You could recognize that there is a, a, a soul within, and that there is Olam Abba, and there's spirituality. And the last paragraph of this. It's not just the person, every single created being. There is a spiritual force within every creation. A holy spark. By the way, even in inanimate objects, even in a stone, even in a table, there are sparks of life in there. If you look deeply, the molecule, the, the, the molecular structure of everything is constantly moving. Even though it seems stationary to us with our naked eye, it's constantly moving. Every moment he's mechaya the world. Uh, that's what the Baal Shem Tov said. He said on the Pasuk, He said that the word of Hashem, the Yud Kevavke, is, 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 is standing in Shemayim. When he saw the heavens, he didn't see the heavens, he saw the Shem Havaya there, the Koyach Eleki, godliness that sustained it. The Balatanya, right before he was Nifter, 
He looked up at the beams. He says, "You, what do you see? You see beams? I don't see beams. I see Shemais. I see spiritual Shemais of Avaya that's sustaining these beams, that making it, that, that is telling it, exist, exist, exist. So, so the purpose of these two prakim, to believe in Olam Haba, and to feel Bechush that there's a Olam Haba, that there's spirituality, there's a soul, all of this puts into perspective also what we learned earlier about this world and its pains and its confusion that we, we and, and, and everything we attach ourselves to in this world where we feel we're going to lose everything and all of that, we don't lose anything. We're connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're under His shadow. We're under His love. We're under His protected protection. And we're in His protection in this world and we're in, on, under His protection in the next world all those people that that left the world that we mourn for relatives friends they're here forever they are alive more alive than we are their chias is here forever when you lose a rebbe and you mourn him there it says in a, in a certain place that 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 in a way their life force is here more when they pass away from this world than when they were here even in this world in their influence when you learn their sfarim, they're alive. Let's say you learn, I'm just giving you an example, you learn a sefer from the maral. Okay? You learn his sfarim, you're learning his words, you're saying what he said when he was alive, when his lips moved and his pen wrote these words, and you're learning it 500 years later, he is alive. He's alive anyway in oil me'ad. And when you are learning from him, he becomes alive in your soul. He is your Rebbe now. He is your Rebbe now. You'll learn from good Midas of what people who passed away, you'll learn from their good Midas and you follow that. They are alive in you. When you learn from them, they're alive with, with you. Every time you give uh, 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 money into the Pushkalizech and Nishmasam, they are alive w- within you and they get a Nachas Ruach from it. It's hard for us sometimes because we don't hear them. Uh, sometimes with we, we, we see something in a dream communication, but for most of us, there's no real open communication after a person leaves the world. That's the way Hashem wanted it. That there's generally speaking, for most people, a divide between those worlds. That it's totally sealed from us while we're living in this world. It's here for a purpose, but that is where emuna is required. Our souls live here forever. We sense it ourselves. We see when there's, everyone is so unique, different from one another. And then when they leave the world, sometimes they say he's, he or she is irreplaceable. And the truth is every human being is irreplaceable. But sometimes you really, really sense it. They had a personality. They had a certain tchunas anefesh or their words and their sayings and their verbalizations and everything. that is, You see that it's not just a physical, biological thing here. There's a soul that animates it from within that is there forever. That was even here before they were born. It came, the soul came from down Shemayim. And then they, they will come up later. And that is, by the way, going back to Shalom Bayes. And we spoke about it once before. When you look at your husband and your wife, not just as a physical body being here, but as a soul that descended from the highest of high down here, from Tachas Kisi HaKavayt, and we'll go back to the Kisi HaKavayt, you look at that other human being with a great amount of reverence. That's where Ahavas Chinam comes in. And Kavit Chaveirim, why Vahaftarech is so important. Hashem is telling you, don't mess. This is not just a body. This is a holy soul, mitachas kisi And the way, if you look at your husband, you look at your wife that way, it creates a whole new meaning into it. 
ultimately this should fill us with simcha. Realize we have eternal life. We realize that we are chayvakayim, and we have a nitzchias. And the truth is, we'll see a nitzchias. But according to most mafarshim, the Rambam paskins that Olam Abo will be a, total souls. We don't really know. It's impossible to know when Hashem when it happens. We'll know. But the Ramban, the Baal Shem Tev, the Ramchal all follow a shita that besides Tchias Amesim, there will be a, 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 a long-lasting or everlasting where the body and soul will be a different type of body. We'll both shine together. We don't have to worry about these things. Hashem will create everything in the best possible blissful way. And to keep on growing. And again, the contrast between discussing the suffering that sometimes takes in this world and the confusion and believing in Olam Abba puts us in a calmness and a trust and an amuna in letting go of things we can't control and being relaxed and happy and appreciative of every given moment and serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu with a simcha and with a calmness and with a love. Baruch HaNatzlacha.